0: yo this is julian elijah martinez and this is colin j hardin and you're listening to the episode one show
1: welcome back to the episode one show everybody thank you for waiting with us through the break i know you've already heard the sex education episode mm-hmm. that just came out on the first week of january but here we are here we are in 2024 Twenty twenty four, Jesus,
0: I know, I know. We barely survived twenty twenty three. Yeah,
1: it was actually for me. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty good year. Mostly, it was. It had ups and downs.
0: It had its ups and downs. You know, you know what was not who was not a good year for. Bass Reeves. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. No hard year. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah a hard fucking year man
0: well no it was a good year for his streams
1: yeah it was a good year for his shows it was a great year for uh taylor sheridan
0: Hmm. Hmm. well Once actually not no, not so not so really why is that because his whole yellowstone essentially got tanked because of um the lead what what happened because of uh uh, uh kevin costner kevin
1: oh he costner did, did he didn't he just say oh yeah yeah, yeah that's right that's right <laughs>
0: Well, this is not this is not a gossip podcast, so no, we can't we can't speak on that. I just know from what I listen to on my own gossip podcast, (laughs) (laughs) right? Uh, But But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not a (laughs) it was not it was a good year for Bass Reeves in terms of like people watching the show. It was not a good year for him in terms of like what he went
2: through
1: (laughs) to get through, because this man went through a lot. He, he went did. through a lot, especially in this pilot episode, and that's yeah. what we're going to talk about here today. We're talking about Lawman Bass Reeves, okay? Yeah. Lawman Bass Reeves. Before okay. Before we start, before mm-hmm. we start, who are you? I've already said who I am in the intro. That's been pre-recorded, Elijah. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I didn't say it.
0: See, we've we've had we had we've had some time off, and uh, yes. you know, my brain is 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 not firing on all cylinders
1: it's okay i'm Colin jay harden by the way i know i've already said that in a pre-recorded message <laughs> to y'all but and i'm Elijah name.
0: martinez in, t- in 2024 this is a new that's Elijah right. martinez though. so yeah man, brand new reintroducing myself like jay-z did i'm i'm here to reintroduce myself
1: that's a good good reference yeah so we're talking about bass reeves today this is the pilot episode of bass reeves here on the that excuse me here on the i'm gonna edit that out here on the episode one show we like to talk about pilot episodes because pilot episodes are the most important episodes in television they set the stage they lay the foundation and they are what the entire series is built upon so you have to if you want to write and we do if you want to write pitch produce sell shows anything like that then you're gonna have to be able to understand how these scripts work how these episodes work and how to break them down reverse engineer them and then you know do them yourself hopefully and that's what this this show is all about and this is what we want to to uh share with all of y'all so i appreciate you all first of all let me let me say this also since it's 2024 at the beginning of the year thank you all for coming on this journey for with us by the way
0: yeah yeah we've been this is episode what is it this will be eight eight Eight. wait
1: no sorry this will be nine because remember we we got another episode coming
0: oh Oh, yeah that's right so we've been we've been chugging through like we've been chugging through like nine no we've been chugging through eight because one was a double podcast so like part one part two Mm -hmm. that's right we've been chugging through eight pilots so far um It has been it has been an absolute blast. And thank you all for all the people who have been listening, all the people who've been following us on socials, um, all the positive feedback, particularly from our mamas, because our mamas seem to really like Mm -hmm. the show. Uh,
1: (laughs) Your mom does really like the show. Even though
0: though she she skips, she skips the violent, she skips the violent episode. So she might skip this one. She might. might. (laughs) This is pretty violent. It is. It is. It is. is. Well, let's uh, let's I guess let's start. uh colin do you have an elevator pitch i have one i don't have an
1: elevator pitch but i can come up with one after you so go ahead i'll let you go first
0: all right cue the music imagine a black slave who's been trained as an exceptional soldier is cheated by his master in a game of poker he then Eats the shit out of the master (laughs) and escapes to be raised by a Native American woman only to cause the death of her son later on in the episode. Eventually, he wanders back home where he discovers his estranged wife and his daughter who he didn't know he had. And then he might live happily ever after because that's how it ends.
1: Okay, I like that actually I, this is what i'll say about that that was a that was probably the the best short synopsis i could have thought of for that show
0: because it's all that's, that literally does. That's, that's all that kind of happens in this, in this that's exactly right
1: that's exactly right i mean that's a, and honestly the way it's set up the way the show's set up it literally just feel, it feels like it drops you into chunks just like that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah um so yeah this would be my pitch okay all right, Bass Reeves. All right, you're you're the executive. All right, cue all right. the music. Cue the music. All right, so I got this great idea for a show. Okay, all right, all right. It's about Bass Reeves. You ever heard of him? No. Oh. Okay, you might not have heard of him, but he's the first black man to become a federal cop, like a U.S. marshal. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So and he was like legendary. People were. A- scared of this dude they were f- feared by him but he also has like this really really like humble beginnings he was a slave but he was also in the civil war but not on the union side on the confederacy yeah yeah right so anyway he was on the confederacy but then what happened was he somehow we don't know that he 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 won his freedom but we gonna say we gonna say he beat the shit out of his his master in the in the show we're gonna make that part up because that's not exactly how it happened but that's how we're gonna do it he beats he beats his master's ass okay and then he goes on this epic journey like 40 days 40 nights like goddamn you know what i'm saying like moses and shit, okay and then he comes back and then he becomes who he was meant to be this epic figure of black copaganda paramount what you think
0: paramount plus <laughs> a million dollars right now. A million dollars. Only? I need more than that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> a million dollars. A yeah, billion.
1: I need. I need like a hundred million to make this.
0: Right, I mean, I like it, it. I think. I think that's a pretty good synopsis as well. I mean, it. Both me and Colin has have had a problem. <laughs> with this pilot for an a a number of reasons um some of it is we're gonna get into our own kind of politics and and opinions during this episode so I guess that's the spoiler or the
1: yes that's the trigger warning if you want to say
0: yeah because both me and Colin can be a tad uh radical in our yes sometimes yeah um but it there's also some structural things that we that we had an issue with but before we get into like structure uh do you have a do you have a log line
1: I do I do and I really like my log line actually it's a little long but I legit like it here we go this is my log line for Bass Reeves all right when Bass Reeves a former confederate porter escaped slavery leaving his wife behind he goes on an epic journey that tragically leads him back to his love and to the discovery that he is a father.
0: That is fire. Cue the fire sounds. We don't have cue, we don't have sound effects, so I'm gonna do it. Fire. That's fire. I like that. That was fire. So we do these, we do this log line exercise for those who are just joining in as an F because you, you have to learn how to write log lines. Um, it's actually in, in certain I had Circles, it's the belief that, you know, if you can create a good logline, you can actually kickstart your own writing process for the, for the script. So we mm-hmm. try to do it as an exercise for all of our pilots, and we just focus on loglines just for the pilot. So this isn't a long life for the entire show, but just for the pilot, as if the pilot was a singular thing. Um, I don't know if I can top that, but I'll try. So here's mm-hmm. mine. Um, a member of the Confederate Slave regiment bass reeves must learn to survive in indigenous territory after escaping his master and leaving his pregnant wife behind yeah which is yeah yeah that's all that happens
1: yeah yeah that's that's pretty much it that's that's pretty much it i think the the only thing i would say is for the log line if you want and you don't have to this is the thing you know i'm not i'm not criticizing it i'm just saying for the no, for the please. listeners no i'm not i'm really not i'm just saying because i think for the log lines you can decide because what i did was i went all the way to the end you don't have to do that you know yeah. what i mean like you don't have to go all the way to the end of the story sometimes you can leave it like you did you know you left it open so and, it, and again it's just it's all preference because it's all about a lot of times this is what i've this is what i've heard when i was in school a lot of the uh the literary managers when we would we would get Zoom meetings with them and they would say, okay, if you got a great idea for a show, send me a log line. They don't want to read anything but that, right? right. Like if you have a script or you have an idea, okay, cool. But first have have a script, please, if you're gonna to talk to a literary manager. But uh basically he's like, email me and send me a log line. Cause he wants to see or she wants to see or they wanna see the log line hook them, right? want to they want to they feel it and again we're doing them for the episodes only but if you're doing it for the series you you want to make sure that that log line hits them like okay this is something i need to read mm-hmm. you want to give them a log line that says "Shit, send me that script you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so would you so, would you
0: say based on our log lines would you be like yo send me this script
1: i don't know because i think for mine No, not definitely not for mine, because I gave you the whole story. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe you want to see how that happened. But I didn't really say who Bass Reeves was and why you should care. Because, you know,
0: because the pilot (laughs) does. (laughs) not But I think for this one, but look,
1: but but for this one, there's built in. There's a there's a lot of built in things that could get this one made. Right. Like, I think me and you could not make a Bass Reeves Mm -hmm. show. But if Taylor Sheridan, Mm -hmm. who already created like a fucking network full of or not a network, a franchise full of like
0: like, literally (laughs) Taylor Sheridan's uh, work is what is keeping Paramount afloat. Yeah,
1: he's like he's like building. He's building a really dope kind of franchise around. And and I don't like all of it. I don't like all of it. but I'm just saying it's dope that he's doing it. It's a, a franchise around like conservative white American fucking con- <laughs> Western life. You know, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a market. It's not necessarily for me. I watched a couple Yellowstone episodes and I enjoyed them. But if you have that behind you, I say all that to say, if you have that behind you, it's going to sell itself. Now you're saying I'm going to introduce. And initially this, this Bass Reeves series was supposed to be in the 1883 like universe. Oh wow! This was yeah. This was originally supposed to be in the eighteen eighty three universe, and then they nixed that idea and decided to, to make like a Lawman series. So they're going to be more than one Lawman. I don't know if they're going to enter the contemporary world, mm-hmm. but this is like the first installment of what should be or could be like a mini an anthology historical drama miniseries.
0: Of of propaganda,
1: of course a fucking cop and
0: that's <laughs> literally like so who so who's next like is it going to be mayor eric oh, no. Adams? because he was a he was a oh, lawman eric, eric adams
1: <laughs> oh my god who could it really be ne- next if you think about it i don't don't get me on this man lawman go...
0: jay hoover like oh wow. in, like these are comp- these are the, the these these are very complicated problematic figures uh, but, but, but Bass hole, Reeves
1: is, is not. Bass Reeves is not. If, well, he, from he, what we understand about him, from what we know about him so far. And I haven't researched too much, so don't don't, you know.
0: But we don't know we don't uh, we don't know all that much. We know myths, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And we and we know some loose biography stuff, but we don't know we don't know all that much. So he's essentially a a blank slate that can be then, you know, forged and 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 manipulated as as much as we want.
1: Right. Well, like you said, you you know, before we began recording in earnest, you were talking about how he he's like the foundation or like the avatar for a lot of the other mm-hmm. characters like Western characters. Right? right. Like so that's kind of when you don't. And it's funny because you, you, you when you have a slave and slaves don't have a lot of narrative written about them or they didn't write their own story, then then that seems to be the one they want to create a myth on when. And I'm going to plug, this is my own politics getting in here because I'm, I'm fascinated by black cowboys and uh, history. Nat Love actually wrote his own story. Nat oh. Love wrote his own, yeah, he wrote his autobiography and I've read it and it's really fun and it's dope. Like it's it's got a lot of interesting stuff in there that you could play with, but it's it's just, why, why, why are we not talking about that one? I, I know Nat Love was in Heart of They Fall, mm-hmm. but this dude really has like, an epic story that he wrote on his own, okay? He got to write his own story. Anyway, mm-hmm. so that's my plug for Nat Love, whoever wants to write it. But when you have like this guy who, I think, it's also funny, like, the cowboys that we, that we create a myth around, like Billy mm-hmm. the Kid or Wyatt Earp or stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Those are, a lot of times, those are criminals. Right. Right? But when it's a black man, we don't create we don't create a myth around a criminal. We don't make him a revered figure. Who do we who do we revere? The one who's like the epic cop. The epic cop who scares the the criminals away and keeps the the neighborhoods and streets safe in spite of his blackness.
0: The one who the one who actually does everything in his power to maintain the status quo, even as he's running away and escaping, even as yeah. he's like beating his master. Like the the one who's like it. You know, it, it it's telling that this this starts off and I and I get and I get that we he needs somewhere to go, but it's telling that this starts off with his his master delivering a speech and telling him you better come you better come after me. And then he watches his entire regiment try to run away and they get shot and then he decides like, okay, I guess I'm gonna go <laughs> with this dude. Like everything about Bass in this pilot. Until he until he gets cheated on by his master is one of complete and and servitude. We do get like one shot where he's like walking away where he like looks a little disgruntled, but for the most part, this is he's essentially super slave. He's
1: essentially super like, slave. Yeah, yeah,
0: like super slaves. We, and, uh, Go ahead. And as we continue down, he continues this th- like he he continues this, this, that is the core of who he is. And even like, I I, I, I watched ahead a little bit and watched episode two. He's mm-hmm. still in that. He still has that bone in his body where he is willing to kind of like do what the establishment tells him to do um, without really, I mean, he questions it, but he doesn't push back against it at any point in time.
1: And that's the problem. Like, that's not even a fun character to watch. I, I don't mind watching a cop. I watched I watched police officer dramas and stuff like that. That's fine. But the ones that we care about are the ones when the cops break the rules. Yeah. It's only
0: interesting if the cop breaks the rules. It's only interesting. Well, here, here's, the, here's <laughs> okay. the thing. The rules of the... He does break the rules in the sense of, like, he is earnest and honest. And he's living in a world that isn't earnest and honest. And because he's earnest and honest that is essentially breaking the rules i don't
1: mind that yeah i like that too that's a good point point. and they, there are a lot of cop dramas and a lot of like kind of dramas about morality if we want to say mm-hmm. <laughs> that are that are kind of like that the reason why ted, ted lasso which we haven't covered yet but the reason why ted lasso is so endearing is because he's living in a, such a cynical world and he's right. like the opposite of that right?
2: right
1: um so yeah yeah i think you're right in that assessment i i think when you're a this is t- when when you're literally your humanity is being threatened on a daily basis mm-hmm. and you know it's not right
0: mm-hmm.
1: it, but okay this is my thing about the bass Rees, okay let, let me get back into the pilot so yes he turns away he gets he gets handed a rifle and then he almost turns away and i, I want to see him damn like run off a little bit and then see the dude get shot and then turn around just a little yeah, bit you he know
0: listened. he 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 kind of turns his head and and i know like like i was we were we were listening to um an interview on of the treatment uh with yeah. david oyelowo uh talking about it and some of the things about the some of the character choices that they were making is the fact that like he's very observant and he's mm-hmm. also very um uh he's he's very kind of earnest you know and so, like we we don't see, but what ends what that ends up doing is that it creates sort of a passive character in a lot of ways because you, we we see him not make a choice, but we see him observe the world that's around him, and then get kind of pushed along in a general direction, you know. And I don't I don't like passive characters, and I mean he's he's he does make a he does make a strong choice. I'm contradicting myself, but he does make a strong choice, and we'll get down when when we get to his decision to, to to beat his master. But for the most part, even still, he there's still just kind of an observant kind of like quality to everything that he's doing as if he's yep. like, you know what I mean? As if he's like an alien that's just gotten dropped into this world and he doesn't quite exactly. understand what he's seeing.
1: Exactly. Yeah, he's like, he is very observant and he is. I'll give David Oyelowo a lot of credit for, saying a lot without saying much in that yeah. in that opening in that opening we're seeing where his head's at a little bit but I just again me, me being a black American man who's who who's fascinated with slave narratives and wants to see so badly um one that really speaks to me and like the way I think about the world the way I see the world and what I know about the history of these people mm-hmm. it just, it's just kind of disappointing at times when when it's not it, it doesn't go all the way as far as i like and when i say that what i mean when i say that is like i want to know i want to know for a fact you don't want to be there i want to i want to feel that i don't want to see i don't want to see you have to see somebody brutalize another man right. uh in war for you to be like this is horrific i'm the antithesis to this you know what i'm saying i want you to i don't know there's just aspects of, of that I wanted to feel more emotionally attached to. And I think maybe, and I don't know if this is just from my lens, I would have been more emotionally attached, but maybe the audience would be too. I, I would love to think that, but I'm not sure.
0: Well we're also like like once again, we're coming at it from our perspective. Like this is this is Paramount Plus's highest streaming show uh right. so far. I mean you made a joke <laughs> that it's only been around <laughs> for like two years. But it's right. It's still, you know, it's still Paramount Plus's highest streaming show. So it is an immensely popular show. So it does resonate with a, a big group of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so But there, you know what are, those people are. You know
1: who those people are.
0: Well we 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 we, we assume it. <laughs> We we we're assuming we're not gonna talk about it, but we're assuming Okay. I'm sorry. So I can't. Question, it's hard. <laughs> question, question. Um what what are some of the themes and stuff that's kind of popped up in our watching?
1: All right. So essentially, like we, we talk about, like I said, every episode we talk about, like, what's the show about? Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to actually re- not reverse the role, but I'm just going to say simply to me, if I'm just talking about the pilot, this is a show, of, this is a show about a man who goes on an epic journey to rediscover uh, his love, essentially, the love that he lost. The problem with that. Should I go into the problem with that yet so far? <laughs>
0: No, go no. ahead. You
1: you kicked it off. All right. So the problem I have with that is that the the love wasn't the love wasn't strong enough. The emotional bond between he and his wife wasn't strong enough for me to feel like that was the journey he was on until we got into the very end. We got to the right. end, and and that was the signal to me um, that that's the show we were watching. Uh, anything up to that point didn't really speak speak on that to me. And maybe I'm I'm just glazing over some themes that you saw no, a little no, stronger. No, no. I,
0: I agree with you. I agree with you. I it at its core it should be, you know what I mean, it should be about a man. It's it should be like Cold Mountain, which is a terrible comp, but like the idea that this man is trying to get back to his love. But the yeah. problem is is like he he I think I think that's counter to it because I think that like it's actually a man who's who's chasing after freedom and the love aspect is kind of a of a of a tertiary kind of thing it's kind of um it's kind of an amendment you know or appendix to the story Mm -hmm. because he 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 in fact like he runs away without much um resistance right (laughs) he he doesn't know his wife is pregnant and i mean i doubt i doubt highly i mean i guess i'm guess that one night that they were you know they slept together i guess that's what got her pregnant but like
1: again that's the foolishness of this pilot (laughs) <laughs> We're to believe that can I can I stop can I just go there for a moment? we to ahead. believe because you're the one I'm who sorry. has
0: a baby. You have a baby, so you-
1: <laughs> yeah, but that ain't got nothing to do with it. This is this <laughs> has this has only to do with this episode of TV. He gets said he gets told by his master. George says, "Hey, go over the, go go hang out for a little bit, and then come back and see me in a little bit, right?" Which is mm. already a plot, a stupid ass plot device to send him to his wife. Am I lying? No. He Hey, go, go to your house real quick and then come see me a little later. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. No, no. Anyway, he goes over there. He, he sleeps with, he's, he says, I'm here, baby. Here I am. I love you, girl. And she's <laughs> like, I love you too. Hey, he's, let's have sex. He takes
0: his shirt off for the, right. for the right. first time of like eight times. Cause he's got his shirt off <laughs> right. in
1: this whole party. dude And dude is jacked. He is jacked. I was like, he's oh jacked.
0: damn.
1: Dude's jacked.
0: Doing some CrossFit, so all right, <laughs> all right, Bass,
1: deadlifting so, and shit. Right, takes off his shirt and he's like, "Hey, I'm a big strapping black slave. Let's have sex." And they do that, and then and then then they lay together, and then the dude's like, "Hey, Bass, come back! I remember I said you got to come back to the house." So he goes back to the house, and then and that's when we kick off this whole thing. Like, so anyway, that that was supposed to be the I just got my wife pregnant situation. All right, mm-hmm. that that was supposed to be that. Okay, we're not. That's what we're to assume, right? Is that oh, what, yes. to, what we're to assume? This that's is the problem. We're... This is this is one of the many problems. <laughs> this is one of the many problems. Like they literally well, just it's, showed it's him poor... have sex with his wife, so we could see his daughter later.
0: Well, because well, because it's it's a very like like it's a very once again earnest. That's the word that keeps coming out to me. It's a very earnest story. You know what I mean, like the one time he has sex with his wife, he automatically gets her pregnant, and like and we're not and and like when she when we see her for the first time, it's very much like a very much like a Madonna angelic virginal kind of quality she's wearing white, she's laid in bed with her hair with her arm dripped you know beautifully over her head, like there's like almost literally a halo around her like we're given this, we're given this kind of like, almost like, uh, uh um, uh, Mary Magdalene kind of like, not Mary Magdalene. That's, that's the other one. Mary. <laughs>
1: not that one. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Magdalene. She was, yeah, she was about that life anyway.
0: It's a, my apologies. I'm not a Christian. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so we get a kind of almost like Mary kind of quality to her, you know what I mean? So like it, and so like, yeah, in those kind of stories, if the, when the hero sleeps with the woman wants, she becomes pregnant, you know, she becomes, pregnant. that's what happens when you have sex in a very, right. Christian, you know, world world. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's I, the world they want to portray on this show.
0: That is, that is, which, <laughs> goes into, that? <laughs> yeah, which goes into like what I think this shows about the themes is like, you know, I, I think we, uh, uh, within the same podcast, which, which was awesome, by the way, I and mean, we'll throw it in the show notes, um, to link it, um, uh, the the, uh, the treatments uh, interview with David Yellow uh, uh, they, they equate this to a you know um, anti-western or revisionist Western. Um, so you can s- kind of see the attempt of that um, of that kind of particular genre, but I think actually it's it's way more in a traditional Western um, in the idea that there's very clear like good and evil in this mm-hmm. world um the very clear like stark very black and white um bass is a very kind of earnest once again uh, um like eyes wide heart of gold kind of like hero kind of character (laughs) um and then we also get into the you know very conservative thoughts of like black exceptionalism and you know the idea of the american dream and you know the nature of freedom and who deserves you know, freedom, American freedom in particular, and who doesn't deserve American freedom and what Mm -hmm. a man will do in order to get that freedom. um, Mm -hmm.
1: What And what, and what, what, what has to happen to him for him to deserve it? Mind you, this is the thing. Like this is the, this is the thing about these things that I hate. Like I, (laughs) I'm sorry, man. He doesn't have to get cheated. Can you tell? Because, like, it's, it's. You don't have to get cheated in a card game to feel, to to deserve, to, for the audience to feel like you deserve to kill your master. You see what I'm saying? Which he doesn't do. No, he doesn't. He just beats his ass and leaves. All right. <laughs> he kind of walks away. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, you should have killed him. All right. <laughs> yeah. The gun was right there.
0: Stakes, man. You should have, should have, should have
1: beat his ass. Should have beat his ass. But you could, okay. Well, I forgot. You can't kill him because. That dude turned he he ends up being a politician later on. That's what Yeah, that's no, what.
0: and you can't you can't kill him because you cause they end up casting um uh I forgot that <laughs> name. Shea Wigman. Yeah, Shay hey. Yeah, and you and you're gonna get your money's worth you gonna cast Shea <laughs> Wigman. Yeah, he's <laughs> you're a going beast. He's gonna do like he, eight or nine episodes. He ain't just doing one. You right. And he mean? is a beast, no,
1: mind you. He killed he killed that role to me. I'm not gonna lie. He he oh, did yeah. well. I enjoyed.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, like, like look, 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 like, we're we're making we we're having a hard time with the show. Um, the acting for the most part in the show is pretty is pretty great um for the most part there are certain things that both me and Colin have issues with but like the acting in the show is pretty is pretty pretty good.
1: I watched the show I watched the okay now we've already talked about when we talked about who deserves freedom and we talked about what you have to do what 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 the audience needs to see happen to you in order for us to. For for you to to feel vindicated in what you do to take your freedom, all right, mm-hmm. that's that's the big honestly. That's one of the biggest dilemmas in any slave narrative, is especially if one ones that are historically accurate or not. Like um, in Django, for example, briefly, you know, we know what happens. Uh, King Schultz shows up and basically needs his help. He needs he needs Django's help, and he kills the his his masters at the time in order to get get that. He, Django didn't do anything to quote unquote deserve it. We find out later on that he's the kind of guy who need, you know, he's the kind of man who was destined to be on a mission, whether he deserved his freedom or not. Every slave deserves their freedom. Right. But what we learn about Django is that he was destined to be put on a more epic mission than a lot of other people were. All right. So that's the cool thing about that Uh, brief to, you know, to sum that up briefly, lawman Bass Reeves, to me, just didn't it. It didn't make me feel like this man was destined to be on a mission. You know, uh, just because you're a, you become a father does not mean you're destined to be on a mission to become something that, like. That's why it's not a great pilot to me because when you end a pilot that way, of the revelation that you're a father, like all that does is tell me that you need to be a dad. That doesn't yeah. tell me that I need to keep watching, um, and see what you, what journey you've been on. You went on an epic, like biblical proportion journey. Yeah, to get back to your wife, essentially, and
0: yeah, but not really to get back to his wife because exactly like, it was
1: not that was not the reason. Go, yeah,
0: because yeah. like he 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 spends, and I, I love I love I love what you said um, in terms of like what a man has to do in order to get his freedom, but tic- but particularly what a black man has to do to get his freedom, you know what I mean? Like a lot of these that's my issue with a lot of these narratives is like. Black people, essentially what and, it's, and these and oftentimes these narratives are written by by non-black people, and so the idea is like we have to go through brutality in order to get a smidgen of what is is associated for white folks, and unlike it, unlike it being this a because that's true in, in a certain degree, but because it seems to be written by white folks, it's telling us like, no, you have to do that. Rather than like that, is the reality of the world that we live in. Does that make sense? Right. Like, right. Bass has to go through that in order for Bass to be redeemable. And I think, like, that personally for me is a lot of, a lot of horseshit, <laughs> you know? Well, and that's pun the pun problem. Be- <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, that's the problem because that's the problem with slave narratives in general because we're talking about. We're talking about people who we know were brutalized for, for hundreds yeah. and hundreds of years. And then to put them into a character, to place them into a narrative in which they are a character at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. They have to, every character has to go through brutality. You know, every character has to right. get punished. But the nature of a slave is innately punished. Like it, it's, right. the punishment is innate in there and the, the, the essence of who their character is at the, at the start of their story. So right. that's, and no, I don't know of many other characters that, that that's, that's the case, you know?
0: Right. And well, and we also don't know what we don't, we, we're putting on this idea that like Bass is searching for freedom, but we actually don't know what Bass wants because Bats has never is able to articulate it. And nope. so he, he just kind of is, he's either, being told what to do and he does it literally that's all he does so like even when he runs away his wife tells him to run away and then he does it and Mm -hmm. then he ends up with the black seminoles and she says work with me and and make a house with me and he does it you know what i mean he Mm -hmm. goes when he shows up at that
1: but he she also offers him freedom in that way too you know
0: but does she because like yeah she she says you'll
1: be free she says if you stay here you'll be free
0: But is he? No, (laughs) he's just because he's not free. He's just kind of working. I mean, we don't see him be free other than we see him like kind of catch a catfish. (laughs) And that's about it. There's nothing there's nothing that equates to him being free. And then once again, like it and then if if we're thinking like, all right, so he's trying to get back to his wife when he's hanging out with this other woman. Under no circumstances is he like, oh, I miss my wife. Except when when it's time for him to leave the woman, he goes, oh, yeah, I got to get back to my wife. It's like, it's like, can I ask you this?
1: Can I ask you this real quick? Yeah. Was was he smashing her? Oh, he totally was. Then how come he ain't had no kids with her? God damn it. (laughs) How you gonna have, how you gonna have kids with your wife? How you gonna smash your wife on screen one time and that's the baby, but you were with this woman for how many years? Two Two, three years?
0: Mm-hmm. And two, and three. You, a- we
1: know you we know you, you we know y'all were having sex,
0: man. <laughs> well
1: it's a, lot, some, it's
0: a lot clearer. It's a lot clearer in the pilot that they that they're that they're I'm ignorant,
1: man. I'm sorry. I
0: mean No, but it, it's like it's like she 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 the woman, her name is Sarah, uh the black son of a woman. Uh she shows up and she goes, she's basically like She's basically like, you know, my husband is dead. I'm I have a house to myself. I'm essentially a widow. Uh, you know, she's beautiful. And so, like, there's no reason. And he's he's there for like five months.
1: No, he's there for a couple of years.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. as as, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's
1: there for at least a year, at least. Oh, yeah, I was trying to when he, when he sees the the, baby, the
0: baby's like three. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah no, he was there he's for like, years. Yeah. 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 But but, if he's not, then I'll be like, damn, Bass, the fuck's wrong? But
1: but yes, but also again, why didn't we see that? Why didn't we see him do that? At least show some. We don't have to see them have sex. We can. Can we just have an assumption or or some kind of indication? Just to again, that raises the stakes. That raises the stakes some too. You know, it has another layer of like his guilt maybe when he goes back yeah and
0: and then all of a sudden you have a character you have a character thread that you can then weave into the rest of the plot it's now when he leaves i'm like okay well she's gone forever you know what i mean because like exactly there's no there's nothing that's tying them The what was tying them was her son and then her son is dead right which is your fault and then he kind of half apologizes and she's like all right cool I'll see you later. Right. <laughs> right.
1: She, again, like he, it, even if even if we're to believe that this was a platonic relationship with well, fu- which that can be fine, too, honestly, because it, yes, if, if, if Bass Reeves is, is that earnest of a man, and he, he knows his wife is still out there. I can imagine him being that way. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But um, I would have liked to see maybe the wife be like or not the wife, Sarah, to be like super pissed. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like and just again, there's so many ways that, that the drama could have been ratcheted up to give the emotional uh, kind of resonance that I was looking for in this right. story that I just didn't see. Right.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree.
1: I know. I know we're not supposed to be like, I'm not, I guess we're criticizing this. We're basically critiquing the show instead of like going through its, its we actual, have asked,
0: <laughs> we have been asked to be more critical of the shows that we watch. This is well, true. well, Listeners, here we have a show. <laughs> you're right. I mean, we, we already did that
1: on Expanse a good bit.
0: We did do that on Expanse.
1: But you're right. No, we, you're right. We have been asked, like, like we should have gone in a little bit more on some other shows. And and well, this is does, just an it, easy target. It feels,
0: like, it feels like it does feel like this is the opposite of the Expanse. This is having the opposite problem that the Expanse is having. The Expanse is trying to establish a world uh, that we're all tra- and it gets kind of bogged down in this world building. Bass Reeves is trying to establish a character, and it gets bogged down in its character build. You know what I mean? Like we know okay. that Bass, we know that Bass is eventually going to become the legendary Bass Reeves, the legendary mm-hmm. lawman of the West, the Lone Ranger, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, mm-hmm. it's trying to establish so much backstory with this character within the pilot that mm-hmm. we and we never actually get to. Um, him starting to become the lawman that we're looking for, that we do not actually know what this character wants. And the character becomes very passive by the the sways and forces that are kind of pushing him forward or backwards. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's there's uh, there's no pull. There's no emotional pull in in any of these uh, acts and any of these scenes that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: are, you know, they're just they're just not they're not fun to be in. Like when I think about scenes, I think about scenes that are fun to be in because the dialogue is fun or interesting, or the action is cool, or the emotion, I'm, I'm crying because the emotion is just killing me. Or I just can't wait to see what happens next at the end of that scene. These just did not really do that for me now. But I think when you mention character, I think this is a good time for us to bring up what we actually talk about in this podcast. And that's the way that we introduce characters because it was, if we, if I think about it, it, is kind of interesting. And I and I I'm gonna fold my coldest line into this also, um, oh, just right. to kind of kill two birds with one stone here. So at the beginning, there, there's a it's not a cold open, but there's an opening where Bass Reeves is in the middle of battle essentially. And the no, the great is
0: cold open technically. It is.
1: Sure, sure it is because it it doesn't it doesn't tell you or introduce any of these people. You're just kind of like thrown into it. So technically, I guess yes. So we get the cold open. Where uh, Bass Reeves is in the middle of battle, Uh, we see him kind of like (laughs) (laughs) wide-eyed, observing, (laughs) as he's on horseback, mind you, because that is something that is... uh... Uh, notable. He's on horseback. He's in his gray uniform. If you know anything about the Civil War, it's blue versus gray. Gray was the Confederacy, the Union, the North were in their blue uniforms. So we know immediately that he's on the cons- um, conservative, not, I'm sorry, the Confederacy. <laughs> Freudian slip. Freudian slip, sorry. Uh, he's on the Confederate part um, aside, which is true. This is true to, to history. Anyway, he's on this um, battle. Artillery shows are blasting which i thought was awesome okay just seeing the the, the shells blast in midair and like explode and those yeah. that shrapnel hit everybody i had never really seen it portrayed that way in battle um that was interesting to watch kind of cool uh t- hats off to the uh director uh and mm-hmm. you know and everybody for that Um mm-hmm. uh, anyway his master drops a cold line which i thought was written by the 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 writer but it was not it was actually a quote from a longfellow poem oh really but yes uh he says he he gets his his soldiers together i'm sorry it was tennyson my bad tennyson um he gets his soldiers together and he tells them you know
2: brave men of the 11th get together god damn Not to reason why. There's but to do and die. You will follow me, and you will fire. You
1: know, everybody come together because they're scared. They're about to run, run away. Hmm. He says, "There is no make reply. There is no. Oh, well, sorry. There is not to make reply. There is not to reason why." There is but to do and die, and then he runs into battle. I thought that shit was
0: cold, and nobody follows him <laughs> except Bass. Except Bass, which I also thought was great, because like you see, you see him deliver this like rousing, like Lord of the Rings speech, and then he goes charging forward, and and it's and his his squad is is a bunch of is a bunch of niggas, and and they look at him like. <laughs> Hell no! Nah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like, you want but to
0: do what? No. Nah, the white man was that. running
1: too. The, the yeah, white man white was running away too. too. <laughs> and and the the thing is, like he gave he gave, and then he gives as the rifle, and he says, basically, like you will follow and you will fire. Another, I mean, I don't know. I just like that. I just like the. It was kind of cold. It's like, all right, this is what we're about to do, and you don't know that's his. You don't know that's his master. You do know that he's about to shoot the wrong side yeah. from what we what we know. So that was kind of messed up. Anyway, he turns around, he looks around. And um, so that that's our introduction to Bass. That's an introduction to George Reeves, which is the major in his his master. Right. Um, I don't know if you want to jump in there.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I, uh, what I love about that, and then I'm going to get to my favorite character in a second. But what I love about that is the fact that like w- what we see is we see George go running off. And we see Bass, which we talked about earlier, we see Bass hesitate and we see Bass then decide to follow his master after he sees the consequences of not following his master. Right. So he turns around, he sees the the other shoulders getting shot, the desserts getting shot, and so that's what causes Bass. And so we look at Bass and we see that his courage is kind of is kind of conditional on nice. you know what I mean. And it's and he's like kind of and it's also he's also very like self-protective and kind of a selfish character you know at least in this iteration of him in the pilot um and then also as bass is running he's like firing and like he's shooting off the back of a horse a rifle so we know like oh this is a cold motherfucker he can you know snipe you know sniper people off the back of a horse you know he keeps charging forward even though things are exploding around him so his position as super slave Jason,
1: master is not the, only super slave he's
0: a badass <laughs>
1: super slave. badass
0: super slave yeah um but then we get then we get my favorite character uh, uh esau um which i think it you know the way that this pile is established esau is esau is the um is bass's nemesis is bass's joker you know what i mean there's a and uh i'll get to my close line in a second but esau comes charging as as it looks like bass and george are gonna get routed esau comes charging down um with a unit of indigenous soldiers which i also i guess is also you know historically it is it is um and so he then you know they attack the union and then we see esau cut the you know scalp a union soldier and hold it up in the air and he's whooping um as he's doing that um and then later on down the road Esau and Bass have a scene together, and this is my coldest line. It's coming from Esau, and Esau says to Bass,
2: "Thank you." I saw you. What is your name, soldier? No, soldier, something. Just Bass. Well, you are a wolf, then, Bass. We are a breed apart. We know our own.
0: Um, You are a wolf then, Bass. We are a breed apart. We know our own. And then this is also tied to later on down the road when we meet Esau again and he's captured, in which he compares Bass and him to Ramos and Remus. And if you know that myth, Ramos and Remus are drinking from the milk of a, of a she-wolf, and then they later build Rome together. And so this... It, it then creates this inevitable tie between Esau and Bass and this idea that like Esau's a- actions and Bass's actions are then going to then create essentially the Rome, in which I would assume the Rome is the the West as we know it, the myth of the West. Mm-hmm. You know, Bass chasing after Esau, Esau chasing after Bass, like that's going to create um, our Rome for us. So, right. great character, played by the awesome Barry Pepper, who mm-hmm. also is like the lines in this shit is pretty shakespearean and there's some like pretty fire like writing in terms of like yeah. heightened and text and that kind of stuff and and you saw mm-hmm. some pretty fire things
1: yeah that that's a great one i love that coldest line and i honestly it hit me to the the line of uh we're wolves you know we're a breed apart you know we know our own and then kind of like you, like you said the to follow up the the callback later on when he sees him mm-hmm. um, later that was that was dope um, yeah. and I didn't but I did not until actually I read your notes so I saw <laughs> but I did not I didn't I didn't interpret it as you did but that's super um, intuitive I think for for you to see and, um, and observe it because I didn't see it that way and I didn't and and also like again I'm thinking about it in terms of a normal series where mm-hmm. your your nemesis may exist your your nemesis well i guess his nemesis did do something pretty terrible but i guess yeah it was pretty terrible i guess in in a normal tv show i would have i would have been surprised to see him again because of like uh i guess the the show seems to be so contained right now but as bass you know obviously builds his myth we'll see how far and expansive it becomes but um no, it was, uh, yeah, I didn't, I just, I just didn't see it that way. And it's that, but that's a super strong observation, I think. Um,
0: well, we also, we get lingering shots of Esau whenever he shows up, um, mm-hmm. you know, he's often, he's oftentimes gets the last shot of a scene as he's like watching bass walk away or, mm-hmm. or that kind of thing. So there's, there's that in, there's that initial connection. Um, and then I think that like, it's just the breed apart. We know our own and, and we know that. You know, as as we're writing characters, particularly protagonists and antagonists, we want them to be shadows of each other. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? We want them to um, to hopefully be going after the same thing. But if not, they both share character traits, or they share the literal opposite of each character trait, which then keeps them inherently tied. Um, Right now, the issue is that the West, as we know it, within this the world of this, seems very very fucking small and so the so he probably is gonna run and which then seems like uh uh like it's they're gonna have to do some like you know structural narrative jujitsu to try to get these two characters to run into each other because you know as we know the west in reality it's pretty fucking big and so the idea that these two people are going to keep running into each other and keep fucking each other is different than like say batman and joker who are stuck in a city together you know true
1: but true but 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 in westerns that happens all the time you know what i mean like but you're but you're you are right because they i say it's funny because we we both kind of uh, interpreted or envisioned this world this western world to be so small but if if you read the little text that pops up on the show frequently he's running across states multiple times he's going to arkansas to indian indian territory in oklahoma to texas and back and it just doesn't feel that way you know no it doesn't it feels it doesn't like, feel like it's, it's all in the same place it feels like you know? he's running up the street <laughs> right and and then and then in my mind i'm like okay this dude uh esau he's running away he's going to another state he's going to denver He's going to Dodge City. He's going somewhere. He's going to Yuma. He's going yeah, somewhere going crazy. To Mexico
0: or going right. to Canada or he's Right. Going he's to going,
1: going somewhere crazy. crazy. But somehow Bass is gonna find his way. He's gonna grow a mustache, first of all, and then he's gonna find his way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. As Bass, as, as I as I have in my in my in my Zoom picture, I've got a lovely <laughs> picture of Bass with his with his mustache, which we're see because it's in all the promotional materials. All right, uh, I think there are two other important characters. We talked about Jenny Bass's wife a little bit in terms of like mm-hmm. her sleeping on the bed, the angelic images, da 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 da. Then we also get Sarah, which is the black seminal, um, and she is much like esau is to bass she is the antithesis of jenny um when we meet her she is holding a a, a shotgun which is an image of violence she points sh- she she awakes bass rather than bass awaking her which is bass wakes up jenny and sarah wakes up bass and the way that and you know you can also argue that bass is the way is awakening jenny with the kind of a phallic kind of thing because he's like okay it's done to have sex and you know, Sarah's awaking, bass with a phallic kind of thing. This is, <laughs> this is wild.
1: This is all wild. You like that? This man is writing a term paper. This man
0: <laughs> I'm, so, this I'm man, just saying the images there. A, Those a, are the a,
1: PhD, there. a PhD dissertation. This is crazy. <laughs> um uh, I see it. I see it. <sighs> I, I find them. it to be a, a a little bit of a reach that that just that one part. <laughs> Other than that, I'm with you.
0: Um, well, but also like you know, like Sarah Sarah's a mother, Jenny's uh, Jenny's a mother. Um, both of them chart. Both of them give Bass um, a want and a reason to live, which is like essentially fatherhood. Um, with Sarah, has uh, Bass kind of become a. Uh, surrogate father for her son and then later on down the road bass then becomes the actual father of his own daughter um yep. so there is a lot of and then there's also you know he basically bass is you know he listens to whatever he's told to do and so sarah tells him to you know help around the house and bass does and jenny tells him to run and bass does and jenny tells him to stay and bass does so there's some you know there's i think there are parallels that are kind of existing for these two female characters I think
1: Elijah, you have really unlocked through your your excellent analysis, you have unlocked for me. I'm not even joking. You have unlocked for me what why I have such take great issue with this this show. And you're right. And you've made all the great points that I just didn't see as clearly as I do right now. And that is that he's just so passive.
0: He's very passive.
1: He's so passive. And he's passive. it's called Bass Reeves. You yep. can't be passive. You can't. You can't be passive, man. Well,
0: you you can you can if this is I mean The first ten pages of right a feature. You know what I mean? Right. You're only this is only ten minutes, but this is a fifty minute show, and so we're basically watching a character be passive for fifty minutes, and we know that the character will eventually will become active. He will become our Batman, but right. we are not. But we're, we're basically watching Bruce Wayne walking through Crime Alley. We're not watching. You know Bruce Wayne beating the shit out of the citizens of Gotham. You know.
1: Yeah, I think. Well, and uh, again, it's it's difficult when you have when you have a historic character and you have a historically black character and you want to, you know, but and also and it's also hard when you have your own narrative mission here mm-hmm. clearly that you, that they have here, which. Which is working for them, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, when you want to create a black character that has a certain way about him, you know. Right. Um, but the problem, <laughs> the problem, again, is like that doesn't make for a great character. It just doesn't make no, for a great no. character. And honestly, this isn't even a great, it's not even a great uh, origin story. It's no. not even like the kind of origin story that makes you feel. I guess it does make people want to watch it again because it's just super straight. It's super popular. But for me, it just doesn't, it's just not great.
0: It's just not a great opening. Well, I think there are ways in which it could be great. Um, and there are ways, like I can see why this is appealing and I can see the idea of like where this could possibly go. And I can, and like I'm saying, I'm doing a lot of like um, gymnastics to like try to equate like, a larger thing that I have no idea. I've only watched episode two, so I have no idea if Esau actually is the Joker to his bat, right. to, to his Batman. However, like I'm assuming he is based on the way that they're kind of establishing that. Um, right. you know what I mean? Like, we don't know if Sarah comes back, but we're assuming that she doesn't based on what happens, but we, but we're also being like, well, if they were to bring her back, then that will kind of create conflict,
1: you know right, what I mean? Right. So,
0: I think there there are ways in which it could do, but like I said, I think previously it's getting bogged down in trying to build and trying to create a backstory for the character, yeah. um, rather than creating an interesting plot and pilot. You know.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point, but I, I, I'm I, I still don't think that they're doing a great job of building a character. That's my thing. It's like you're you're building a backstory for a character, you're not building out a world because we we all we're seeing is Arkansas which looks exactly like Texas, which looks exactly like Oklahoma, right? You know, we're not building out this vast Western world and that's fine. Maybe that's not the the aim. We're trying to focus on bass and we want to see why we should keep following this guy. Okay. For me. And again, like, you know, if, if the, if the walking until your feet bleed in the desert is the thing, if if that resonates with you to keep you want to watch it a person like, you got it. You got it here. You know what I mean? Uh, but for me, that's just not enough. Like, that's not enough. You know, so you
0: know, the metaphor behind that is such a slap in the face That they're, they're saying, like, niggas, you ain't getting your freedom until you walk until your feet are bleeding.
1: I'm like and, and you have a whole you have a whole Confederate outfit. You should have ripped that thing up and wrapped your feet wrapped that your shows feet, my nigga.
0: you ain't you ain't
1: got no you ain't got no resource skills, man. You ain't got no survival instincts whatsoever. You you survived by the skin yeah, of your teeth. You, you, but ate, you ate that
0: rotten you ate that rotten snake, but like keeping your feet okay it was not right. Like, you
1: couldn't like, think of that.
0: <laughs> but also like okay okay, and then we have and after this we should take a break. But he also like we see the shot of him taking his shoes off, right? Mm-hmm. Which I, it took me like two or three times to watch this before I realized like I I was like I caught that. I mean I get like. You're you need to go because you just beat the shit out of your master. But the shoes are right by the door. You didn't think that like you gonna put the shoes on. See, that's how you know it's written by white people because a black person would have put the damn shoes on. Because I ain't exactly. running right with no shoes on. <laughs> and you know you ain't stopping. You there's no where you telling where go, you're stopping. Dude? Where there's you gonna no go? No telling you gonna... where you're stopping. Like why'd you go back to your wife if you're not gonna bring her with you? Like we thought you were gonna hide under the bed cuz ain't they ain't shit in that cabin but a bed. So what you going where you going to go, man? Bass
1: bass ain't the brightest, man. No, he not. To, he, observed, but he's he observing. <laughs> <laughs> from what we've seen so far, he's not the brightest.
0: <laughs> All right, we should take a break and then we will be right back with our We're going to get we're going to get into categories cuz that's what we have left.
2: Yep, yep.
1: All right, and we're back with the episode one show right now. We are bumbling through <laughs> the final <pilot laughs> episode of Lawman Bass Reeves. Lawman Bass Reeves, um, very interesting show. Again, I think because it's a miniseries, it, 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 and, and I believe it's a miniseries, it kind of has to be treated a little bit differently. Uh,
0: yeah, I realized that when I was looking it up on INDB, I was like, oh, wow, we snuck our first miniseries. And we yeah. had told, when we had first started those, you we both were like no mini series mm-hmm. no limited series and then but we kind of had to do it because it's it's, such, yeah. it's people's conversation it's in the zeitgeist. um and i and i do think it it's, it shares some pretty good lessons for us to learn um yeah
1: and i think honestly i've have watched other mini series i don't know if you've watched godless before if you haven't watched godless i did actually
0: i, I remember okay that. Yeah.
1: godless was fucking awesome it's yeah. one of my favorite ever and um and I thought about that actually when you were bringing up Sarah, Sarah shooting. It, it was very much like uh, Roy Good, you know. Uh-huh. I don't know. You remember where, how yeah. Roy Good and and I can't remember her character. How how they met with the shotgun. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah.
0: I think I remember. I
1: think I remember. Yeah, it was a very similar. Uh, introduction to those, to, to that character. Um, but anyway, so I, I can't say because it's a mini series that it shouldn't do all the things that a good pilot should, because Godless did that. <laughs> Godless did that very well. So, um, so I'm not going to let it off the hook in that way, but I did want to talk about a couple things. So there's, there's a scene. All right. All right. Well, I just have to, I it. I got to I gotta criticize one more time when we talk about the way in which an, an audience, needs to see a slave become free or the way they need to be emotionally attached to a character and feel like he gets vindication or he gets um, permission from the audience to be able to do to to take his freedom all right so this was done in this pilot it was done with a card game okay that that his master would drunkenly ask him to come in and, and play with him and said he was going to give him his freedom. Mind you, Bass has never, never, never um, uh, indicated that he even wanted his freedom until this day, until this moment. Other than half running one time, but I think that was more running because he you was seeing freaking bombs blowing up in front of him. Yeah, but
0: anyway, he was, he was having a he was having a panic attack. That's what. Yeah, he- it
1: was more PTSD type situation <laughs> going on. Anyway, so he's finally indicated that he wants his freedom when it was offered to him again. Passive. He's not. Anyway, so. <laughs> His master says, I'm going to give you your freedom if you can beat your master, which is a funny kind of cold line in and of itself because it's foreshadowing because he does beat his master. He beats his ass with his fists. But anyway.
0: Look at at you. Look at you doing mental mental gymnastics. I'm I'm
1: catching it. I can catch him. I can catch catch him too. I can catch the double entendres as well. So anyway, he said, you can get your freedom but you have to beat your master. So he, he sets up a card game. They play it baskets. Uh, I want to say, well, he says it and he says, it so funny. I have to, I'm actually going to put the sound in there. The way he says, wait, what'd he say? A plain flush he says plain flush. <laughs> like when, when the guy asked him what, what he got,
2: <laughs> he been what? A, well, I can't be boy. Do you, you realize what you have? Plain <laughs> flush. I must congratulate you. <laughs> that beats a lot of hands: a pair, two pair, three of a kind, straight. But it doesn't beat a full house, and it doesn't beat four of a kind. Ooh, that was a close one. Yeah, you don't play poker like I taught you to shoot them Yankees, but that was a good game. Unless I had a queen. That deck, Queen of Hearts. You think you did what? I played a Queen of Hearts. I had it. There's only one Queen of Hearts in this deck. I had it. You saw it. Do you understand? You must not know what a queen looks like. You cheated me, servants. Obeying all things your masters according to the flesh. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but singleness of heart, fearing God. A false balance is abomination to the law.
0: But But that was so sad. (laughs) He was like crying home. Oh, he man. was when, when he thought he
1: was going to get his freedom. Now he starts to cry. Mind you, this is not in the script. This is a choice, either a, a direction or a choice from from the actor. He's crying. His tears are coming down his eyes. Again, we have no, we haven't had any previous indication that Bass has any interest in becoming a free man at all. Okay, but now when he's holding this card, this this stri- this plain flush in his hand, he he starts to cry. His tears begin to well up he drops it and uh also he discovers that his master cheated him because in this in this card game in this uh I want to say they're playing poker uh five card stud I want to say he get he discards a queen and his master puts down four queens which obviously couldn't be the case so he calls him out and his master, again, this is the only also the first time that his master indicates other than a previous conversation about saying that the white people are the only people that can see the good part of heaven, mm-hmm.
0: that he's it's even actually, a villain, which actually so that that scene was actually my favorite scene is the scene because and not because it's it's a good scene, but because <laughs> it is so audacious, it's right. racism. it really I <laughs> never heard anything like heaven, that. heaven. In between the stars, where niggas go, where things—please put that, please put that line and where he's talking about, yeah, like y'all, y'all gonna go, y'all gonna go in that black spot. Yeah, the giant. <laughs> go and in my mind, <laughs> to,
1: to be honest with you, my the way I interpreted the first time I watched it was like, hell yeah, the black part is the place to be. Everybody's there, so you basically what I'm hearing is all the niggas is going to heaven, and y'all y'all get lucky if you get your little white asses in there. <laughs> Those little tiny sparkles are the few white people that get to go to heaven while we get to stay. That's how I saw it the first time. That's anyway, funny. I might have, I might have to edit around this foolishness. <laughs> but whatever. I don't care. Give myself more work. Anyway. But the way he said straight flush, I was like, David O'Yellowwo, don't do our people like that. Okay. Don't do our people like that. He cries, he and then and he and then it was a there was a tonal shift for him like he completely like when he gets cheated okay he, it's like he's never been cheated before you feel right. me? like
0: i know d- d- he's been, I, I know exactly what you mean he has been he has been brutalized this right. entire, what we assume to be his entire life but we but there's no indication that today's the day in which he's had enough right you know what i mean it, we get that one we get one look from him as he's turned after he's turning away to go feed the horses where he looks like a little disgruntled, little disgruntled. But all I saw in that look is the same look that I used to make when I was working at GameStop. And my manager told me to like organize the fucking games for the fourth time. I didn't, (laughs) I wasn't going to go like beat the shit out of my manager, but I was pretty fucking disgruntled, (laughs) That's you know? So like, and, and I know exactly what you mean. It's like when David, when, when, uh, when Basco's, you cheated me. It's like, well, yeah, dude. Like, of course he's gonna cheat you. Like, what? What is it about this one time that makes you? It'll be like, even even if he was drinking with his master and he got a little drunk and then that shifted. You know, I, right. I do not. Be- I do not believe that the power. Of the sex that he had with his wife <laughs> and decided to make him want to be a liberator and a and, and nat turner and then kill his master you right
1: know No, that's you a mean? good point that's a good point that's a, that's a good one that see listen man you need to keep writing man you need to write stuff <laughs> no that's a good one though like he could easily just pass them the whiskey this is a that fake scene mind serious. you this is that they're, they're in the from my short wikipedia uh, research they say he was given his freedom and nobody knows why so there's so many things you could have done but you chose a fucking card game that's honestly man like
0: (laughs) i'm sorry and i get get why because you're trying to you're trying to ratchet up you're trying to create a a scene of tension right and then you're also trying to give him his inciting incident that's going to then send him on of course but there's so many different ways you could do it Right. But if you don't establish the fact that like early on that Bass is actually seeking his freedom and that he's Mm -hmm. and that he is then this close to then gaining his freedom and then having it ripped out of his hands, then all of a sudden it becomes an issue. You know what I mean? And then once again, this also equates to the fact that I think Bass is like a, a selfish character because like it's not it's you are free, not you and your wife are free, but you are free. And so he's like, oh, my God, I'm free. Didn't give a thought about his damn wife. Didn't have been like, well, what about Jenny? No, no, no. He's just like, girl, like, what was he going to do? Was he going to be like, okay, cool deuces? You know what I mean? Like, like if you tie, you, you have to tie it into something that is, that is important also to us as an audience. If you're like, I will make you and your wife free. I will make your wife free. I would like, you know what I mean? I would, any number of things he could have done, or he could have been a poker game about, I'm going to sell your wife. And if you don't win this game, your wife is then sold. You That's know what perfect. I mean? like,
1: that would have been perfect because that that would have been the way that we you could set us on that journey of love. You know, like that journey right. of we. I need to get back to my wife. I know I'm promising her I'm leaving, but I'm going to get back to her no matter what. Because um, she might
0: get sold. She might. She might get she sold. Might, any right. Number. She might be she might be punished for my transgression, like right. any number of those things could have could have. Come to play, yeah. but yeah. then also like the beating means nothing because he beats him, runs away, goes on this big epic journey, wanders back, and then realizes the master don't give a shit no more. He's soft being a politician,
1: mm-hmm. and that's the thing. I think they were they felt handicapped to to use a bad term, but t- they felt like they were um, they they needed to because of the a, history. We
0: can, we can use a pun. We can use a pun.
1: Well, go ahead.
0: They Tell felt me. shackled. Yes, I think
1: that was my next one, because they felt shackled by the historical aspect of it, because like maybe maybe the wife really did. Like he did find his wife later on somehow, like, you know, years later or, you know, because because the guy becomes a politician later on. But like he he wasn't there at all. Like he wasn't even at the
0: house. He could have been. He could have been at the house. He could have been the one to confront Bass. It's
1: just lazy. It's just lazy plot writing because they they make it so like only Bass and his master were at the at the house. They set that up so he right. could beat his ass with nobody knowing. You know what I mean? Right. They, they set it up so, and then they set it up when he comes back that his master's not there, just to, to make it so he doesn't care that much and he's right. somewhere else. It's just lazy. This is, and,
0: and then once and once again, like you know, we don't know if the ma- if the master. Sh- we assume the Master's going to show up later on. We assume that they'll have like a, an epic uh, showdown or some shit. But like within this thing, within what we're given as a pilot, it's just it's it's oh it's it's for us. It seems like a weaker choice to be confronted by the wife of the master and not actually confronted by the master because there right. it's, there is no establishing relationship between Bass. And the wife and so thus there's no conflict other than the idea like oh i might get in trouble but if bass is then confronted by the master when he comes home then we have all that backstory of all their entire history and then we also have conflict
1: and and that makes him a more earnest and like brave character which is what we know him to be like he's walking into the lion's den knowing that his master's there right? right like and he doesn't care. He's going back to that house right. and he's, he's going to get going his back wife back. Right. Yeah, like, I want to see that, you know? I yeah. want to see I want to see the bravery. And they just right. took the bravery away by making him not be
0: there. Right. Not that he's going back to his wife because his side woman, you killed her kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what you did. Anyway, right. uh, ABCs, the ABCs of this show, um, the A plot, the B plot, the C plot, runners, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera um mm-hmm. we talk about it a little bit we've been we've been talking about it i really think there's only one which is you know bass finding his freedom after escaping his master and then returning home i don't mm-hmm. see any other plot There are like little runners here and there but they'll seem Mm-mm. like a push to try to talk about them that's about right that's about right.
1: I mean, nobody, right, nobody's. <laughs> no, seriously, nobody, nobody. Others, sto- and this is the other issue. And I, again, I think we're running into a mini series issue potentially. Is like we're following one central, but I'm I'm lying again because like I go back to Godless. Godless had multiple stories, yeah. multiple stories, then multiple storylines and runners. So it's just a choice. It's a, a choice to follow one character and not have a secondary story like uh bring drama to the first. And and I think that's a big issue, big problem. Um but again, it's a very popular show, so, you know. Right. Whatever. Anyway, so I, I I I I didn't see a second story in there. I'm I'm thinking about Sarah, but Sarah doesn't really have anything that rises to the level of story. Everything she does is related or connected to what bass reeves does same with jenny same with george and then um esau i mean esau
0: does have an interesting turn but it's not a real story I would it's say. also not it's also not quite a real turn i mean like he's he's essentially evil from, from the beginning i mean like yeah you know from the beginning like he's 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 coded as evil because we in this country aren't aren't gonna aren't are really gonna like give confederates like You know anything more than like a an evil kind of tinge on them? You know what I mean? Yes.
1: But but they start them. They they position the Confederates as as and 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 they do this on purpose. In my mind, this is my politics coming in. They position the Confederates as heroes. You know, there's a lot. There's a whole contingent of white folks in this country that believe that the South still won, and they still. You know, proudly fly that terrible flag around where i'm where I'm from here in North Carolina, okay
0: well we, well, we also know that like what we're running smack into is we're running smack into the reconstruction and why folks did win the reconstruction like,
1: oh, they one hundred percent won that that you know, like, but that's a, nother, oh, man, that's a whole nother oh man, that's a whole nother angry year? yeah, it's <laughs> bad, it's and, he, bad. <laughs> <laughs> and Bass Reeves is a very important reconstruction figure because he he's all. He he the, he's the most active during that time, right, but right. but they oh, they position the
0: podcast.
1: Yeah, okay, <laughs> but listen, they they position the Confederates as as heroes and the Union as evil. The only thing that they, they position uh, to me is, what's his name Esau as a as an evil man is by connecting him to what they. What our, our our understanding of of indigenous people is is being savages do by showing him right scalp a white man okay that was the thing that was to indicate that he's evil
0: right right yeah, I didn't even, again, I didn't even clock that but you're absolutely right
1: and that's right. the again that's the that's the association again there's so many different little things that they try to do here that makes me so mad
0: anyway. Well even I mean, even 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 Esau's big like evil turn where he shoots uh Sarah's son is half Bass's fault. Because Bass yeah. just shoots the son by the that name.
1: And honestly, Esau
0: in that in that
1: case, Esau is, is self-defense. It's, it's evil light. what he did. He got,
0: the kid pulled a gun on him. Like and, yeah, and, 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 a and bigger, pull like,
1: that hammer back. And pull yeah, that hammer back.
0: I'm gonna No, I gotta
1: go, son. Like the That's fuck? self-defense. That's so, and he told him, he said, both of us can live here. You know,
0: the, you know. and that that um, that boy was not gonna drop that shotgun. Nope. Until that, was bass, like, that was on him. That was on him. Dumbass,
1: bass, dumb. Bass should have right. got his ass up. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, um, this
0: uh, this is our first time doing this, and I think we're gonna we're gonna start doing this more in earnest. But I think it might be a question for you. Did you uh, script the screen? Is there one or two things that you learned reading the script of the pilot? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think. Um, well, obviously, there's always when you when you read a script and then you watch the episode. There's there's always lines that get cut, and a lot of times for me, the lines. There's so many times there's, there's lines that I would love to see um, or, or would have mm-hmm. thought that this made the scene better. I think there were a couple that made the scene better, some of the scenes better in this one. Uh, but I think what what I really learned is that everybody's. Um, stage direction action lines however you want to describe them are that's like when you that's how you that's how you uh insert your personality as a writer mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I right.
1: think the the dialogue if you're not really great with snappy dialogue the action lines are where you really really show who so the the writer said in this one um and this is me kind of paraphrasing one of the lines but he says that Bass Reeves gets lost in his his blue eyes when he he's talking to um, Esau, so that strengthened again. That strengthened with I think you said it's almost like they felt a kinship, right? Mm-hmm. Like he he got lost in his eyes as he as they were having that conversation about the wolves, you know, in, that, in their first meeting. So to me, that was like that that kinship, that brotherhood that they were trying to establish, which right. strengthened. I think that argument or that um, that observation you had about the Romulus and Remus, the two sides of the same coin, the Joker, the Batman uh, nemesis right. thing. Um, so it was just, in, but it was just an interesting kind of line to, to place in there to indicate that. So I, uh, it just makes me think, I'm, I'm really interested in how do you write action lines? What are they for? Mm-hmm. What are they trying to accomplish? And then when I read them, what are they accomplishing for me? And I think, right. Um, for me, yes, they're they're kind of driving plot forward, but a lot of people want to skip them. So I think if you're really good at writing action lines, mm-hmm. um, I think that can be a really strong thing for you to 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 build a skill in to keep right. people reading your scripts. And I think who the, the the writer for this did that really
2: well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also like I know as actors, we also are trained to kind of skip those lines. And um, for any actors who are listening, I think that like those are you actually can find more in those than you can in the dialogue. Um, you can find more about character and you can find more about want and need. And um, because it's a visual medium that they're creating. And so you're trying to paint a picture as a writer of like what's going to what's happening on the screen. And so you as an actor need to kind of know, like, what is it that the director is going to be looking for when it's time? And then you can kind of reverse engineer it, you know, acting-wise in terms of, like, getting yourself emotionally there to that place that you need to be. Um, But it's important to know what is actually needed for the storytelling, you know? Um, Yeah. The only thing I kind of got from this script is, like, it doing heightened language in an interesting way. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to, especially if you establish it early on, like, your characters can talk in kind of a strange particular way of speaking so long as you're consistent with it um then it it you know you don't necessarily have to like be afraid of like being poetic in film you know i think often i quote poetry to theater and i'm like no actually you can be poetic in your dialogue with uh with film you know Um, Mm -hmm. nice uh what is the promise of this show what will this show deliver
1: what is the show going to deliver? Violence, for sure. Yep. Good bit of violence. Uh, we're going to see what I what I think just, you know, based on what we know about Taylor Sheridan shows and what we know about Westerns and historical dramas, we're going to see Bass Reeves across the entire West, I'm going to say, probably all the way up from, from you know, De- Denver, Colorado to Texas and everywhere in between,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you know, Doing his thing as a US Marshal, scaring the pants off of all these mostly probably white evil uh criminals. Okay, we're gonna see that. We're gonna see, hopefully, we're gonna see Bass turn into the kind of character that I don't fucking know, man. Like we're gonna see I think we're gonna see some. I think we're gonna see some seriously, I I think we're gonna see some marriage drama going on. Yeah, um maybe. Maybe. because because this is a man who needs to go out on his own and go do things all away from home for a long period of time um mm-hmm. so how can you establish a family life mm-hmm. with that i i I have issues with that myself you know <laughs> when you work your ass off and you just, the weekend happens and you just want to sleep but you gotta play with your baby you and take your wife out i understand so
0: uh, I, I, as, as much as I think that like Bass is going to like, like want to put his feet up and I don't know, <laughs> listen to sports, <laughs> on the radio, uh, I don't, I don't think we're going to get that, but I do think we'll get, we'll get some, you know, we'll get those, we'll get classic Western stuff, you know, cowboys versus Indians kind of thing. I think we'll continue down the slave narrative and eventually it's, you know, it's a vigilante kind of slash cop show slash superhero show. So, you know, eventually he'll become the best Lee Reeves, a legend. And we'll when we'll watch him, you know, take down the bad guys. Um, I think that's what's promised. Yeah. yeah.
1: You think you think Lawman's going to be like Star Trek where you have like Lawman, Reeves, season one, two, three, four, five. And then you have Lawman, blah, 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 whatever in the 1920s in damn Chicago, like you know yeah, I, mean? I think I think the like, only reason
0: they're calling it a miniseries now is because like if it doesn't go forward, they can still um, submit it for like limited series and miniseries. But yeah. I didn't watch the finale, so I don't know how it ends. But I assume like they even if the even if they do wrap it up in a neat little bow, Bass Reeves is going to get a season two. It's just way too popular. And then you know just like Yellowstone has like eight you know eighteen twenty and nineteen thirty and twenty twenty five and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. They're gonna do the same thing with Lawman. They'll They'll have. I bet you money. They're gonna do like a uh like a prohibition lawman. I bet you. Oh money yeah, right. You know, they'll do like a Walker Texas Ranger like motif. I bet you money. They'll do like a narco's kind of thing. Like they're gonna yeah. do different. What's
1: that, What's the dude's name? Elliot. Elliot. What? Elliot, Elliot Nort? Oh. No, no, no. The 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 lawman. I can't remember his name. Anyway, Elliot Ness. Uh
0: huh.
1: Elliot Ness. Yeah, they're gonna do an Elliot Ness lawman. Elliot Ness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Um so yeah, that's the promise uh favorite scene. I can I can give you my least favorite scene. I already did, and that's the card game. I've already laid that out pretty clearly. Yeah. Um yeah. my favorite scene, I'm gonna make it quick. It's just very simple. It's only really because I'm, I'm fascinated by the portrayal of battle scenes on screen and mm-hmm. um certain aspects of that. I think that's a very difficult thing to do. And I think um the the portrayal of artillery was really really terrifying honestly mm-hmm. um and and that kind of like the fear it was it was less about like brave soldiers charging in and it was more like a hodgepodge of terrified men uh some running forward some running away and it just felt like maybe more true to life than to to what it might may have been like so i really like that that actually i didn't really like the opening scene for the story aspect but for the actual the battle scene aspect of it
0: nice nice I think I said mine which is which is (laughs) the heaven the heaven scene um and yeah and once again I just thought it was funny (laughs) that he's telling (laughs) this poor slave that you're going to be in a black hole somewhere with all the rest of the other niggas (laughs) just hella fucked up um (laughs) what's your uh, worst Oh, that's my favorite. worst. Oh no, that's my favorite. Oh. Uh, my worst <laughs> is the is the poker scene. I also I don't I don't really like the the scene with um I don't like the catfish scene um because I think that was no. totally pointless and unnecessarily and you could have cut it out of the entire show and and have lost nothing and um I also don't like the the scene at the end with him playing with the baby. It just went on way too long and yep. and it, you could have because we're gonna get to this now. You could have had that scene be a great cliffhanger. That's going to spin us into something else. Instead, it ends with him playing with the baby. And we're essentially like, okay, end of story. Great. See you in law, man, Eric Adams, like, or some shit, you know, (laughs) right? Because is there a cliffhanger in the show?
1: no (laughs) there's no cliffhanger and i say yeah cliffhangers you know i got my cliffhanger theory it's the the big reveal the burning question the main character activate and then the shock and all which also shock and all is kind of like a a, like a it's a side character to this whole like three cliffhanger series situation um but to me every Almost All, all of the great scenes, all your... No, nah, that's not true. Not all the great scenes, but a lot of great scenes have, have cliffhangers and almost every episode uh, or every pilot episode should have a good cliffhanger. And this one just doesn't have that. And it just, you know, you have to rely on the audience desire and their care for Bass Reeves as a historical figure. And I didn't think he was strong enough to be able to not have a cliffhanger, personally.
0: Yeah, I think, I think what is what's banking on the fact that like people keep watching this is the fact that like people have bought into ter- terry taylor, taylor sheraton yeah taylor sheraton as a as a creator and the worlds that he's building uh similar mm-hmm. to the way like george lucas people buy into what george lucas does um mm-hmm. so they're like oh, great i'll watch more because i trust him as a, as a as a storyteller um which is then gonna you know drive them to watch episode two but if i was just taking this cold and I didn't know that there was an episode two, three, four, five, or 6. So I'd be like, that's the end of the story. Because it it ends, you know, he, he goes out, he comes back, he gets his baby, and that's the end. There's nothing that spins the character into the next thing. Uh-uh. There's nothing that's driving him forward. We still actually don't know what he wants. Nope. You know? Um, so we're like, all right, well, cool. You know? And I can tell you in episode 2, we don't still get what he wants you know, right. um, and so I, that's, I don't, I don't know for me. That's, that's not strong storytelling. Yeah. No. Um, all right, let's get into <laughs> our award. All right. The, awards. Yeah. Who's your Steph Curry or hmm. your Serena Williams. Steph Curry. This is to the actor who cannot miss or the department that cannot miss.
1: Yeah uh you know what i think that i will give it to Shay wig wig wigman or wiggum sorry <laughs> Not that we can't get the white man's name right <laughs> yeah sorry mr white man i apologize i apologize mr white man or oh, words you'll never hear me say ever okay um <laughs> <laughs> nah. Oh God. All right. I'll say that again. All right. So my Steph Curry goes to Shea Wiggum. I actually weirdly liked this character. Okay. Um Good. and I liked his performance. I thought I, I thought the character was strong. I like his little like he likes poetry type thing. You know? Mm-hmm. He quoted poetry at the beginning. He asked the general, like, if he liked poetry, because he was about to uh, he was about to quote some poetry to him. But then we kind of went into another s- situation. And then he um, also says that to to uh, Reeves mean uh, Bass, like, hey, if you you would really like this guy, uh, this this Longfellow guy, he's reading poetry at the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, you he really like Longfellow if you could read, asshole. Um,
0: but a- anyway.
1: Yeah, I I like I like his
0: performance, so I'm gonna give it to him. Nice, nice. Mine goes to Barry Pepper, uh, who plays Esau. Um, he's he's only got like, two or three scenes, but every time he he does those scenes, they're fire. Um, Esau the, is my favorite character in the show. Um, I think that like I'm always partial. I think like a lot of people, they're always kind of partial to the villain. They're always kind of partial to Joker over Batman, and um, I'm really curious about where Esau goes and what he ends up doing and and how he kind of interacts with with, uh, a bass later on down the road, um, uh-huh. bet. Okay. Bet, bet, bet. all right.
1: All so
2: right.
0: what's our Juneteenth?
1: I mean, um, you know what? I'm not going to give it to bass Reeves. I'm not going to oh, give not? it to David. I'm not, I'm not because he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I'm going to give it to, mm. I'm gonna give it to the nigga. That was like, you shot the wrong side. You killed the wrong side. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was actually watching that i was watching that before we started and when and when and what bass says he's like Rath- i'd rather be shot in the head than shot in the back and that brother yeah. just kind of turned away and was like <laughs> i know this is an audio medium so i can't show y'all what he did but he kind of he, he turned his head and he just kind of like slowly walked off
1: Scream! <laughs> <laughs> yeah i gonna give it to him because he had the courage to run away because we next time we see him he's back in irons and he's being dragged away and the oh, that, sad was part, that was him that was the same yeah dude. i missed that yeah that was the same dude and then but and again that was to re again this problem i have with this show on po- politically it was to reinforce that bass did the right thing you know what mm. i mean and that he did, and the runner, the guy who had the courage to run, he did the wrong thing. He right. his ass was getting beat and and dragged by a horse while he was on horseback riding with his master. Right. So again, right. these little symbolic elements just made me want to punch through the screen. But right. that's why I'm gonna give it to
0: him. But it's also like, uh, and I either either it's, either it's conscious what's happening, which is pretty, you know, we can we we can have a bigger conversation about that, or it's subconscious, which is. You know what i mean like the idea is like maybe like bass is like he then become this then becomes another thing that that will you know when it's time for bass to get cheated he decides to finally take his his uh freedom in his own hands and then brutally beat the shit out of his master um <laughs> but what actually even intention is different than what actually happens and so the intention may be that but what we actually see is the fact that the only black people who have courage to leave are shot or wrapped in chains where bass is relatively fine um so long as he continues to be the super slave, you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that kind of conversation is like is a little problematic yep. i'm actually going to give it to i'm actually going to give it to david o for the Juneteenth because he's a producer and he about to make a shit ton of money. Okay.
1: I like that. <laughs> you like the business move, yeah. business move,
0: Just to, to get his wife a job because she's, hold wife.
1: on. Say that one more time. Cause you, I think the, my internet messed up. My bad. Oh. You said somebody yeah, his he wife. He
0: managed to get his wife a job. Yeah, he managed to get his wife a job on the show because he, she's the wife of George. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, more well, That's that's how you work the system.
1: That is how you work the system. If you have to play <laughs> a step and fidget slave, at least you get paid for.
0: Get you I, and your I, wife paid because that's two separate checks. They're both two separate checks. She's gonna get residuals. He's gonna get residuals. Plus, he gets a cut as the producer. You know what I mean? Like it's he—he he about to make the both of them about to make some bank off the show, and I think that is very smart. That's very smart. <laughs> I- all right, we've been saying it all episode. Uh In as Colin wears his Ned Stark fleece, and that is our Game of Thrones reference for the day. <laughs> is this a good pilot or a bad pilot? Is it decent? Is it mid? Is it great? What
1: is this it? pilot is mid this pilot is not great um this is one of the few honestly i'm a, i'm a, i'm gonna call it bad i'm gonna call it bad i'm gonna call it bad straight up yeah I, and i have political i have political leanings but but you know you cannot not have them you cannot not bring in your po- your politics when when you're talking about slavery we're talking about history um you know you just can't. So like, I I have to say, this is a bad pilot. It does a lot of bad things. And and in some ways it does damage politically and socially does some kind of damages. And and I know that might be something that people don't want to hear, but I'm just saying that that's just how I feel. But when we're talking about narrative structure, it's also bad. So like, (laughs) I, I promise you, if it was, if it was narratively sound in my, in my mind, I would say I have issues with it, but it's very good. But, it has both of those problems for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would say um, I, I it, you t- you keep my politics in it; it's a bad pilot. You strip my politics out of it, I think it's a mid pilot uh, because there seems to be a, a big audience who have watched it, and I think also have finished the show, which makes it a hit. And so there are things that it's so there must be things that it's doing well. Um, outside of the narrative issues that we that the two of us have seen Um, so I would call I would say it's mid um, but you know you keep my political leanings I would say it's bad
1: the reason why it's popular is because the same reason why your politics call it bad
0: (laughs) what are you watching I'm
1: just just saying
0: all right (laughs) Okay. What are you watching, Colin? What you, okay. What you,
1: what you watching? Okay, he wants to change the server. Okay, what I'm watching <laughs> is this. No, I'm watching Fargo. I'm watching a nice. new season of Fargo. Season yeah. Yeah. It. And I and I'm liking it. Um, I'm, I'm liking it a lot. And I've I've actually listened to. I'm going to plug the treatment again because it's one of my favorite podcasts about uh, TV and movies and storytelling and music and all that good stuff. But the, anyway, they had a I think Noah Hawley on there. Uh, recently, and he talked about it, and how this season more than the others is like a mirror to the original film mm-hmm. because it's uh you know it's kind of like flipping the original film on its head more so than the others. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I, I really like that one, and I'm I'm actually trying to get through, and I'm I'm trying to decide if I am enjoying it or if I really love the the concept and the premise a lot, but Bodies on Netflix. Bodies is a cross time. It's like time travel sci-fi, you know, I don't even, I don't even, uh, it's like almost a procedural. It's, it's got some interesting things going on there. Uh, but bodies on Netflix, I'd say if you're interested in sci-fi, uh, time travel, strange mysteries that almost never get solved, I think right. you might be interested into it.
0: Nice. Nice. I need to put that on my list. Um, uh, I just, I finished scavenger's rain, which was brilliance. Okay. Brilliant. I don't know if you know that show. Uh,
1: I do not know it. I'm looking it up right it's, uh, now.
0: It's max. It is a uh, sci-fi. Um, it is basically my brother who watched it two equated it to like if James Cameron and Ridley oh, wow. Scott had a baby and that'd be the movie. Um, this looks awesome. <laughs> it is pretty. The animation is, 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 is fantastic. Wow the things that it, the 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 philosophy that kind of comes in out of it is awesome um this has been an excellent 2023 was an excellent year in animation and so like you know what i mean and i'm a big animation anime animation guy um so scavenger's reign was dope and it looks like there will be a season two so hey 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 And then I, I'm also, a, yeah sorry go ahead and then i'm, I'm also uh, watching the curse on Showtime Um, and Emma Stone is quickly becoming my favorite actress. Really? Yeah, she's I saw,
1: I saw something about it, but I was like, and I literally today and I was like, this shit looks weird. And I know the guy Noah Fielder is a weird, he's brilliant. Yeah. The Nathan for you show. I watched that before and it's off. I love it though. I loved it.
0: it. It is so off and it is, it is definitely not for everybody. I mean, some, it is, it is oftentimes hard to watch um, and the main characters are so repulsive and like and but they're interesting and it leans completely it, it, there's no redeemable quality to these people at all and so you really have to like be into both the Safties as film right uh, as filmmakers and Nathan as a writer and Nathan as a performer um, but Emma Stone is fire she is the she is a walking metaphor for the white woman perspective. I Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I watched that and I watched, um, uh, uh, poor things and I'm like, wow, you're just the avatar for, for
1: white women through history. <laughs> oh, I gotta watch that. I've been seeing a lot of, um, ads for poor things. Great. It looks interesting. Poor things,
0: yeah. Poor Things. Cool. Are really good. cool. All right. Ready to plug our, ready to plug our socials.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, everybody. Thanks for listening. That was the episode one show, the Bass Reeves pilot. And we are, uh, happy that you came to listen to us. If you made it all the way to the end of us, just bashing that pilot. I mean, at least I was, I mean, anyway, but if you want to follow us on our socials, we're easy to find uh, the at the episode one show on all social media platforms That's Facebook, that's TikTok. That is Instagram. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on X uh, at Colin Says Things, that's C O L I N, just one L, and then at uh, Instagram at Colin the Producer.
0: Mm -hmm. And you can follow me at my full name, Julian Elijah Martinez, on Instagram or at Julian Elijah on X.
1: All right. Well, thanks for listening. The next episode will be. promptly next thursday as it always is if there's ever a break we will let you know there's anything extra that we want to share with you any type of community building thing that we're going to add onto this podcast we will let you know and we'll probably post a short little reminder uh, a little recording reminder for you all Uh, but thank you for listening and as elijah says at the end of every episode peace peace